I'm Libby Rothschild, former clinical dietitian who transformed into a full-time virtual business owner. It was only one year ago when I made $55,000 a year in my clinical job, and now I make $100,000 a month being my own boss. And you can do this too. My clients, who are all female dietitians and students, started from zero and created six-figure, multi-six-figure businesses by following my proven method, and they've all been guests on air. My proven method shows you how to attract cash paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. Hello and welcome. I'm here today with Leah and Temple, dietitian boss instructors, and I'm really excited to talk all about content and progressions and what we see our clients are doing in the program to grow their business and their mindset, and also what tips you can take and apply to your business, what actionable tips you can take to attract more clients or to attract any clients in your virtual private practice. Welcome to today's episode, Leah and Temple. So happy to be with you guys. Hi, thank you for us. Thank you, Libby. Absolutely. It's always, always a pleasure. And one of the reasons that I think it's important that we all have this conversation is that both of you have updated content inside of the Dietitian Boss program about content, and both of you lead content calls, Temple in our Society Foundational program, and Leah in our Executive High-Level program. So I thought it'd be a great combo here to facilitate a conversation, both about some techniques and tips, and then how they're being applied and uh, with success in our program. So one thing I wanted to bring up and share is that Leah had mentioned she's seen some some great progress recently with a couple of our clients, um, and I wanted to share who that is, what they're doing, why and how, and so that through the storytelling of our clients, you can be inspired to take some specific action in your own feed. So do you want to kick us off and share what you've been seeing and, and how that's been um, how there's been some breakthroughs? And remember, there's no breakthrough too small or, or too big to share. Yeah, I... The, there's been three dietitian bosses that have really been having a really transformational journey with their content and not only their content, but their message as well. And one thing I've noticed that all three of these dietitian bosses do have in common is that they have a very specific, clear message and a clear person that they're talking to. And it's not just um, broad in the sense of, you know, they're in the weight loss market or weight loss niche or the intuitive eating or food freedom market or food freedom niche, but they are talking to a very specific person within the markets that they are looking to reach. And when they do that, they're creating content that is actually speaking to this individual person. And through doing that, through actually niching down entirely to a very specific person, they've been able to clear up their message and create content. Like uh, They've been able to recreate content that does well and then create content that has actually in their markets what I would consider going viral. Now, going viral, sometimes we think, you know, TikTok is, you know, 1 million views or your reels get 1 million views. But within the markets, if your content is reaching a certain level of views, if you're getting a certain level of reach and likes, I would consider that going viral on the market level because you're talking to those individual people. So some of the people that I'm mentioning are um, Rebecca. So Rebecca is ADHD nutritionist and she has not only been able to kind of go viral within her market, but she's actually carving out her own space within this, you know, internet realm because it really is 
new. And because she's new and because she's doing it, she's talking to a very specific person and she has a very specific approach and message. Um, It's weeding out anybody who isn't aligning with that. And then it's also really bringing in clients for her that are her ideal clients. So um, Rebecca was struggling for a while with, okay, how do I show my face and do reels or what kind of, how do I um, actually make reels that are going to reach my clients? But really what we worked on is reframing her mindset in terms of what does a reel really even have to be? Does it have to be you dancing and pointing to things? Does it have to be fun trending music? No, it can be entirely educational. So if you feel comfortable and confident going in your stories, speaking and educating your audience and being vulnerable, then you can do the same thing on a reel. And what's nice about reels is that they stay on your feed versus stories go away for 24 hours. So once we started getting over some of these mindset jumps and barriers that she was having. Um, she created some reels that were I, viral and now multiple posts have over 8,000 likes um, continuously that she's recreating. So um, within that, she's even grown her account to over 30K within these last few months, which has been amazing. On the other end too, I see some other clients such as Liz, um, who is perimenopause weight loss. And then I also see Cynthia Donovan, who is period nutritionist. Both of these other clients have markets that are very specific and people that they're talking to, um, that they, they know exactly the struggles that, the, the, um, that their clients are struggling with. And so they're able to market to those. Liz has created, I would say, some viral reels within her market um, in the sense that they're funny, they're trendy, but then she's also like clearing up misinformation and she's able to do that in a very unique, vulnerable way that's, you know, in alignment with her personality. And so I think it's, I wanted to highlight all these dietitian bosses because they're able to create content that works for them and with their personality. They're not trying to be anybody else online. They're just being themselves. And that's showing through in their message. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And with the examples, uh, Temple, any thoughts on that? Um, so much to unpack, whether it's a, a note from any one of those dietitian bosses who've made progress or a thought about, I love uh, Leah's reframe saying that the real doesn't have to be uh, dancing and pointing. There's so many other uh, variations of, of how you can you know, create content in the form that Instagram, for example, wants to see right now. So Temple, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I just really love Leah what you were talking about when you were you were mentioning these dietitian bosses and that they were making the reels really their own and they were able to show their personality, they were able to make it how they wanted to and I really believe that that just enforces that no like and trust factor even more and with the reel you're able to see a lot of personality versus just a post. So, I really love that you highlighted on that because I think it's so important to be able to make that connection with your followers and show your personality and really like I said, build that, that no like, and trust factor through the real. Absolutely. And uh, when it comes to content and specifically any one of those three women, I know we just recently had a podcast dedicated to Cynthia Donovan and, and, um, and her progress. I know we could do a podcast and dedicate it to all our amazing clients. Um, when we think about these three women and Leah, you had mentioned that they're, they've got a specific market and they're improving their mindset. Is there any specific story? I know you did mention with Becca 
and now she's got over 8,000 likes on some content. Can you share a specific story, whether it's something from when you, you know, were helping them with content earlier on in the program to now, or a transformation or a moment when you were holding space with them and you saw them improve, whether it, it was there you know, from a, a strategy standpoint, a mindset, or like what element can you share a story that, that was contributed to the breakthrough? Because it's possible for all of us to make viral content. And I want to, and I love how, how Leah broke down that that doesn't have to mean 10,000 likes or views. It's, it's unique to your market. I would like the listeners to take an action step and hearing from the stories and, and how you help them experience those transformations in our program. Yeah, I I know we did just talk about Cynthia Donovan, but I can specifically think of a moment with her. And, um, you know, Cynthia has really transformed her message to be very clear throughout these last um, few months. And I would say there was a moment where she we were first starting with reels and it was actually one of her first reels kind of, I would say it went viral. It was over at least 100K views. I think it was almost 200K views. And it was a very simple reel. It was using a very trendy sound that was less than 10 seconds. And she didn't even really know, you know, she was kind of like, I'm just going to try this. But the reason why it did so well is because it was a hard hitting message and a hard hitting pain point with her um, clients. And the way she phrased it, she wasn't scared to hit on the topic. And I think that's that's one thing that um, sometimes, you know, there are always pain points that our clients have, but I've noticed some dietitian bosses are maybe scared to hit them because they're scared. Okay. What if I get feedback? What if I get trolls? What if I get negativity? Um, but Cynthia has really pushed through that mindset and, and she wasn't scared to hit on that pain point and to phrase it in a way that um, not only provided support, but also cleared up misinformation. And that's why the real did so well is because it hit a really strong pain point really quickly in an effective way that built that no like and trust um, with showing her face and also um, having the message be delivered in under 10 seconds. So that was good, the power of the reels. And I think um, the transformational moment was her not being scared to deliver the message that she needed to deliver. That reel got her tons of clients. So um, I would say... If you're, if there's a, you know, problem or a pain point that you're nervous to speak on, you probably need to talk about it. Love that. And so any, anything to add to that simple? No, I just, again, secondly, I think focusing on those things, even if you do get a little negative feedback, it's still feedback. Right. And I think that shifting that mindset from that fix to growth of, okay, feedback is good feedback, no matter how it comes is so important. Um, and so again, I, I completely agree with Leanna and I love that she brought that to the forefront. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, actionable steps for our listeners then in order for them to make content breakthroughs, what would you say, um, maybe some less obvious tips? I'd say it's obvious to hashtag show your face. Um, maybe, maybe I'll be more specific when you mentioned, Leah, that people are afraid to discuss pain points. And for the listeners that don't know what that means, a pain is like a deep issue, uh, something that you're solving, an underlying problem uh, that you are solving. And it's important that we're all solving for pain points for our clients. For example, they don't have enough time, uh, misinformation, they don't know what to do. And so really hitting at the pain point of your unique market with your content is the path that we show you step-by-step step how to take. Um, and we do notice that a lot of people um, skirt around that, even though it's the easiest and most direct way to attract clients, right? So what would you say either both of you or, or either one of you would be some 
maybe less obvious actionable steps for listeners, whether they're starting or they're more advanced or both to attract more clients through their content? Hmm. Uh, I, I think the, the feedback is incredibly important. Um, and I think the actionable steps go back to market research <laughs> um, and, and really understanding your ideal client and then getting feedback from your ideal client and from the market that you're actually looking to um, speak to. So I, it still sounds a little bit vague, but the actionable step is to use the language that your clients use, reiterate the problems, how you're going to solve their problems, and then get feedback from that message and however you deliver that message. You actually have to start first. You have to deliver the message first, get feedback, and then repeat and adjust it as you go. All right. And then to uh, piggyback off of what Temple said, that process with a growth mindset is important as well, because I noticed during... Now, today's not all about market research, but we can definitely talk about that on another episode. But the market research, for those of you who might not know, it's, it's that digging in and identifying what is it? How can you make sure you understand what your market, what their biggest problem is? And so when you dig into that and you learn what words they do and don't know, for example, I'm assuming that a, a non-client who's listening might not know what the word pain point is. Right. So I have to break that down and, and explain things in a way that we understand because as dietitians, we didn't go to business school. Most of us didn't have marketing courses. And so I have to speak to you in a way that you know you understand. And that's no different than you using words that you make sure are not above where your client or your ideal client is at. And so it's really important. And in that, to break down that process in our program, we have templates and guides and tutorials and step-by-steps of how to, and then we help you apply it. But for the listeners who might not be in our program yet, although I encourage you to to apply, it could be as simple as asking people that you know who might fit in within your market. Let's say you're helping people with chronic kidney disease. You might ask them, hey, what are you struggling with right now? What's the biggest issue that you're encountering to, you know, to, to manage and to try to like prevent dialysis or, or whatever that is close to what you're marketing and how you're helping people? So it could be as simple as conversations. Um, you can do a quick asking people a survey. You can do polls. There's a lot of different ways that you can simplify market research. Um, but to Leah's point, that's what that process is part of what helps create viral content. Wow, that took a while to get there, but that's where I was going. So the market research process is ongoing and there are simple ways to do it. But it's important that when you look at your content, you're asking yourself. And when you're in our program, you ask our team is this in alignment with where I'm going? Does this speak to my ideal client? Are we on the same page? And so I think it's really important um, that you're constantly asking yourself that and that I would attribute that process um, directly to the success of our clients uh, like Becca, you know, going and she started with a personal feed. I remember when she started in the program um, and she had no clients and now she's got, she's got over 30,000 followers and 8,000 you know, likes on, on her content and she's pioneering in her space. And that's incredible. And it's possible because she went and asked the people who have ADHD, you know, how can she help them with binge eating and all the issues that it revolved around food freedom. And she's solving a big real problem with the space of mental health and nutrition and, and getting clear on that problem and focused is directly translating to her content process. And then she's using our team like Leah to get help with that, like Leah and Temple. And so it's, it's just 
really nice to see. And we want to make sure that our listeners here are getting actionable steps so that they too um, can improve their content process, but also simplify it because something's better than nothing. So make sure you still are posting. And I absolutely love that Leah's demystifying the reels and saying, if you don't want to get up and point and shout and do a dance, you don't necessarily have to, um, but you want to try to put forth some effort and, and build on it. So any final thoughts on that, ladies, as we wrap up? I think the the other last point too is is it, we talk about this probably often on the podcast is going back to your why. And so all of these dietitian bosses have a strong why. They have a strong you know person that they want to speak to, and that they um, they weren't afraid to niche down. I see a lot of people who want to come go into markets and they want to do weight loss or food freedom. They weren't afraid to niche down and really talk to one specific person and stay aligned with that message for a long time to see what that market is really wanting and if it aligns with their why. So I think that's another thing too is all these dietitian bosses found a market that aligns with their values. Love it, absolutely. That's so so important. There's two things there though, the, the market aligning and the why, which don't necessarily, well, could be each, you know, interchange, but um, yeah, really, really powerful. Leah, anything you want to add to that temple? No, just on a practical action uh, step item. I was just going to say, don't forget about the insights because those are so powerful and so helpful when we're talking about content is, is, is checking out your insights. Like we teach in the dietitian boss method uh, and how to do that. Uh, analytically. And I think that that's been some of the strongest content I've seen made is that recreation method that, that we teach. So just, yeah, those are, those are a tool to be used and don't forget that they're there. Right. So glad you brought us back to that temple because there's nothing more important than combining the qualitative and quantitative. So you both as instructors review both of those aspects in our program looking at the metrics, right? The analytics with our clients, and then also discussing the story, the market, the why, the research they've done and combining those on a regular basis to develop a process that's attainable uh, for our clientele. So thank you so much both for your efforts and contribution, helping out dietitians, inspiring uh, dietitians and future dietitians listening. And I will talk to you all later. Thanks for having us. Thank you. If you're looking to start and grow your business, we have two opportunities. Our society program to help you land your first clients and really get a system up and running, develop your message, create content, get your offer up and going and enroll in your offer. And then for our high-level executive program, for those of you who already are working with clients and do not have an issue with attracting clients, uh, me and my team will be able to help you get systems in place so that you can work less hours and make more money and truly scale your business. So whether you're looking to get started or you're looking to rev up your business, Dietitian Boss has opportunities for you. Please apply to our services found on my website at LibbyRothschild.com or you can find in the show notes a link to apply.